Hey, this is Dustin Ibarra, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, and today we're hitting you from a triangulated three-point fucking attack in Redondo Beach, California. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Clark. Just want to say thank you to the internet for making this possible. Thank you, internet. And uh, coming in from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. The one and only Shuddy Boy! Yo! Brat, brat! It's kind of fun watching Shuddy Boy do the brat, brat. He like leans brat, into the dangling brat. mic. That's the only time he's actually looked at us. <laughs> kind of weird. I don't know if I like it. Yeah, you couldn't have positioned the camera like underneath your TV. Oh, shit. <laughs> now it's going to be super now, creepy. Now Shuddy's never going to break eye microphone. contact. Oh, jeez. All, right. All right, Kevin, look what you did. He had a system, and now you're fucking with his flow. This better not ruin his performance today. Shuddy Boy's a pro. I Why did you not deep. give him a, a, a rapey intro like you usually do? I usually don't on these rare occasions when we're not in the same room, you and I, Jeff. Because I can't, I can't do the intro of you sitting next to me whacking off. Uh, I mean, I guess I can't see you from the chest down, so you could be whacking off right now. He could be being, you yeah. know, thinking he, he could be also, you know, webcamming on a pay site. Oh, yeah, he's got, like, Chatterbait open at the same time. <laughs> yeah, one of my tabs is Cam Soda. Oh, a couple more tokens, and I'm going to tilt this camera downwards. I'm fucking Donald talking it right now. I don't fully know what you're talking about, but I really want to Google it. That's interesting. Tokens. Yeah, that's that's like the, the currency of cam girls, I think. How many dollars is a token? I don't fucking know. It's like Bitcoin. For for a hundred tokens, I'll eat my own jizz. I wonder how much it <laughs> trades on the uh on the Silk Road. These what are they? Porn cam ecam websites? I was talking to uh, our buddy Tim recently about cryptocurrencies and stuff, and yeah. um, he got he he told me he picked up a couple when, like a couple years ago when when it was like dominating the headlines and shit. And there's so many different types of cryptocurrencies that you can still get. And I think he got one where the the price of one of those coins was so dirt cheap. He ended up getting like a hundred and sixty thousand of them for like I don't know, like ten bucks or something. They're just like a fraction of a penny for each coin. I feel like that's a low risk, high reward gamble. There, I don't hate that. Yeah, I was actually eyeing up Stellar Lumens. Stellar <laughs> Lumens, they're a nickel, a nickel per coin. But how are you like handicapping this, or what? What are like the the KPIs that you're looking for when you're gonna buy? 
Um, I use the same tactic that I use in every other aspect of my life, which is winging it. Wing it? Yeah. All on a hunch. Which has yet to work out for me, but I'm playing the odds here. One of these days, something's got to flip in my favor, right? So what... How how many did you buy? And well, I didn't. I was I was thinking about it. Um, I mean, what do you think the the upside to doing that is? You think they're gonna? Are you hoping they double in value, or are you op- hoping that they are something more? I can't pick my nose now with you guys watching me. Why um, Jeff Jeff does it all, all the time in person. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you hope the outcome would be of that investment? I would hope that they would turn into like ten thousand dollars per coin, like Bitcoin is, <laughs> and then I'm a fucking be, billionaire. Re- let's be reasonable. What, like what? What right. would be a best case scenario for you? It Say goes 5, up. 000. It goes up. Not a best case scenario, but how much would it have? Would it have to increase for you to be like this was worth worth it? Well. Like, think about it. Like, people that bought into Bitcoin super early when they were, like, a dollar a pop. And now Bitcoin is around, like, $10,000 per coin. So that's a fucking $10,000 return on every dollar. So, so, who knows? I could I could spend 20 bucks on fucking Stellar Lumens. I don't know how many nickels are in 20 bucks, but um, you get a, get a bunch of them. 400. If those things explode... That's that's a huge return on just like twenty bucks. Of course, it's a fucking long shot, but I don't know. Fuck, I can I can do it for I, twenty bucks. I'm gonna be honest. I don't one hundred percent understand cryptocurrency. Oh, I don't at all. I'd say out of in the existence of cryptocurrency knowledge, I probably know four percent about them. Guy, oh. guys, I have a cryptocurrency guy. If you guys want me to put you in touch with him. Oh yeah, he's. It's my dad. Oh yeah, what's yeah, his thoughts on fa- Stellar Lumens? <laughs> my, my father, him and his like business partner, or I guess his boss, but it's like a small team. He works in cryptocurrency, and like, I think he runs or helps manage like fifteen to twenty cryptocurrency ATMs throughout like the east, uh, the east coast, oh, everywhere from like New York City down to like, want to even say it down to even Florida. So, like, he knows, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, everything there needs to know about cryptocurrency. Obviously, that's not true, but, I mean, like, he'll answer, be able to answer all your questions. I you mean, know, and it's, the, 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 uh, I won't say who, but I was with somebody at a dispensary, and since weed is still illegal federally, um, th- people have a hard time with, like, banks and credit unions and shit, so... Now nowadays most dispensaries it seems take credit cards but like I don't know a year or two ago if any place did um accept credit cards you weren't paying for the weed you were buying I think Litecoin so it would charge you like if you were buying a $40 eighth they would charge $40 worth of Litecoin and then transfer that Litecoin into their account Okay so that was kind of a, a way around the federal regulations and shit. Yeah, that's kind of killing two birds with one stone. Or, or, or yeah, and then you I just run the risk of it's like an investment. If you're buying Litecoin at a certain rate and it drops, then all the money you've gotten from it is 
you've made less. Exactly. And it, and it fluctuates, yeah. you know, t- round the clock every day. It's going up and down. So, like, I even said to the chick, I'm like, by the time he finishes putting his fucking card in, the price of Litecoin could change drastically. And she's like, look, I'm not going to pretend like I fucking understand any of this bullshit. <laughs> I don't really. You zoned I, out? I can't even say I understand what it is. I don't either. Uh, it, none I mean, of it makes sense. Its value is on blockchain technology, right? Which is just like a, no, no, it's a technology that makes no sense to me. Tracks the cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah and some people get it either. They say that it's not very green because you have to have like dedicated computers where their sole function is just mining bitcoins. So they just run twenty four hours a day, and I guess they operate at a high capacity and high voltage wattage. Uh, I don't know what the fuck you would want to call it, but yeah, supposedly there are, there are computers all over the world that just all day sit around generating Bitcoin, and it's a very slow grinding process that consumes a lot of power. I don't know. Again, that's my that's my four percent. That the- that's the four percent I know about fucking cryptocurrencies. I'm exhausted. My theory is mostly just it's a conspiracy theory. Essentially, I just feel as though we move as we move to globalization and towards a global economy. That's going to be based, or that could be more and more reliant on cryptocurrency, right? Because yeah. Because that's not. Yeah. It doesn't have a. It's not specific to one country. Like if these boobs running the global banks just fucking flatten everything. Hey, there's cryptocurrency. Yeah. Exactly. Well said. I'm sure this is where everyone goes for their cryptocurrency commentary as well. The Mad Scientist Party are. Congratulations on or? the free the free education. You guys are all crypto geniuses now. Fucking bam. Yeah. Do we have any fart jokes or poop jokes to talk about? Mm. Or dick jokes? We'll get there eventually. They seem to come yeah. up naturally. I mean, I, I know I definitely have one for Shuddy Boy's fucking news. Oh. Well, Patreon subscribers, you got to be chubbing up right now. Uh, and if you're not a Patreon subscriber, just... Just go to patreon.com slash mad scientist and become one. Nope. It's, it's patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. Oh. You're well. going to send people to our fucking competitors. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally went to that play, that uh, that Patreon page a couple times. And That's actually a Patreon page? Yeah, and I think it's got, I don't think it has any Patreon or pay, Patreon. <laughs> you fucking you know fools. Take that. Uh, I fucking was looking at myself in the mirror and I feel like I'm hit, starting to hit the wall. Um, and I'm a thought crossed my head. I, I really wish I had the ability to grow a beard. Cause I feel like I would benefit from covering more of this, but I also wonder how gay I would look with a beard. What what I don't get what you're referring. What what do you mean by all this? Like, are you saying you get old, or or you're getting ugly? Yeah, both. Getting older and uglier. Yeah, like I'm and noticing you- it. Like my neck. Sometimes when I look, like I looked up, I was stopped at a light, and I'm fucking getting like pimples, like I'm 13 again. And I opened up my like the the vanity mirror in my car and looked up, and just me looking up, like the chicken skin on my neck, like. It had those, like, stress lines and shit. I was like, oh, my God. I wish I could fucking just grow a shuddy boy beard. 
maybe even cut longer. Cut a bad angle. Just get like a like a ZZ top beard and just hide all this aging that's happening on my fucking neck and my fucking chin. Someone tell my chin I'm thirty fucking seven. Why am I getting nonstop pimples on my chin? They're probably ingrown hairs and not pimples. I don't know, man. The Shutty. last like four weeks. I yeah. want to send you a screenshot of how your video stuck on my. Yeah, you look very sassy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shutty like boy. Oh, I see it. I see it on mine. <laughs> I don't know why the video is pausing. All right. Oh, I think I managed to. Yep. I I got it. I got a picture on my phone right before Shuddy switched it off of sassy Shuddy. Yep. There he is. That's a new profile picture. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do you think I would look just fucking awful with a beard? I can't even picture it. It's so fucking far off from possibility. I think you're on to something, and I've thought about this from time to time. If a beard would mask any possible... I think I'm handsome, but any possible ugliness I had, you know? Like, I feel like that's the most useful thing of a beard, obviously. I mean, it doesn't hurt. I mean, it helps you make it look manlier, of course. But, like, if you're ugly, you can cover that up with a beard. And I feel like it pauses you a little bit. Like, having a beard kind of, like, can make you look a little bit older. But it's also hiding spots that age kind of quick. So yeah. it, you're kind of going, like, the Steve Martin route. Like, motherfucker was, like, born gray. But, but, you know, you look at him when he's 40 and he's got a full head of gray hair and you're like, oh, man, he's old. But then once he's like 75, you're like, man, Steve Martin looks fucking great. It's because he's right. always looked like an old man. That's like kind of like Richard Gere. Like his aging was a little easier after he kind of went over the hump of being <laughs> gray. I don't know, super early. Maybe he was just older than I ever thought he was. But no, that's the thing about beards is like it, you can be used to hide someone's ugliness. But at the same point, I feel like the most handsome men can grow a decent beard. Right? Yeah, like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, like if, yeah, yeah, like, like me. Sure. Like I mean, uh, you were low on the list, but I guess Ryan Ryan Gosling or like Bradley Cooper, those those guys can grow decent beards. Yeah, I'm stuck looking like the halfway point between man and woman. <laughs> I'm, I got this fucking hermaphrodite face. And I can't even hide it with a fucking beard. Yeah, you're transitioning. I got you. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of people that are trans and want to, like, look different from what they actually are, like, maybe start taking hormones or um, having more, like, feminine features. They'd be like, fuck, man, I wish I could just do a face-off with that guy over there. He already looks, like, halfway trans. That just made me think of two things. One. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm cringing. Yeah. No, no, no. One, they're they're going to do a remake of Face Off. What? Um, they got to bring back John Travolta and Nick Cage. Well, then it wouldn't that be a remake. Happen. It would just be a sequel. Where did you yeah. see this nonsense? thought I saw it in Joe Blow. Also, with Joe all the Blow? technologies out there, you would figure that they would have some sort of, like, beard-growing lotion or pills. Do they, do they have anything like that? Like a fucking... Should Almost I get like a chia spray for your for your face? Should I buy Rogaine and just daily <laughs> rub it on my chin? <laughs> you should wash your face with it every morning. Yeah, that's exactly what you should do. Take well, those. Fucking, we're the man. 
We need to get back to being the Mad Scientist Party Hour. It's, it's going to be written by the guy who wrote The Cloverfield Paradox and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yikes. Fucking hard pass as of now. Uh, Shuddy's paused on my, end, on my end. Like That video game that he's playing is a delicious snack, and he's about to devour it. <laughs> I'm just turning the video off completely. You keep freezing in these like sassy poses. I, I see oh, it. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, You're going to eat the fuck out of that snack. What were we talking about before Shuddy chimed in with the, the writer? Your your weak-ass beard game? Oh, yeah. I, I wonder if I, if I get Rogaine and start rubbing it on my face and then take, like, those pregnancy pills, those prenatal pills. You think that'll make me have... Uh, It'll yeah. make me a man. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think, I think we found our no, next yeah, experiment. Let's do it. Let's let's get back to being the mad scientist party. Let's run a couple experiments and <laughs> let's see what's up. I'll take the road uh, game with you. I'll do it. Well, I didn't get a chance to see any movies, and there also I weren't not. any movies that I wanted to see next weekend. I'm pumped, or this coming weekend, I'm pumped for. I really want to see Ad Astra. Fucking. Brad Pitt, who never disappoints. Even if the movie sucks, Brad Pitt always kills it. They're saying that his acting was so genius, they had to like find ways to work around it. I don't even know what the <laughs> hell that means. Seriously? What yeah. do you mean? Like, his acting is so good, it's fucking up the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, like, they were, like, they were about to have him go to space. Like, well, wait a second. No, he's he's just playing an astronaut. He can't actually do astronaut <laughs> stuff. Like, no, but we need him for this mission. Like, eh, we need him to finish this movie. Can he do that first? But, like, Brad Pitt and a sci-fi movie, that's like a Kevin Craft wet dream. So I'm super pumped for that. And I want to see fucking Rambo. The new Rambo comes out this weekend. Rambo oh is... I'm- I'm nervous because there's a moratorium on reviews. Oh, yeah, that's never a good sign. Well, I mean, we're, if you're getting your intel from Rotten Tomatoes, we're canceling Rotten Tomatoes anyways. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. I, I could care less what that fucking website has to say. I actually was clicking around there today, though, because I was looking for ammo on on canceling Rotten Tomatoes. And I will say some of the written articles do tell some interesting Hollywood stories. It's not the horrible ri- content, but just the reviews and their how they whatever. And you're know, referencing the scores. You're referencing how when Chappelle's new special had like a zero percent, which it only got rated by like a handful of people, like twelve reviewers, but they were all like triggered crybabies, so they all gave it like a rotten score. So it was sitting there with a zero percent, but the audience score, the people who actually watched the special. People loved it. So the the audience score was 99% and the critic score was 0%. Right, which is a, such an obvious bullshit thing. I, I mean, I saw that as well. And I go into their Rotten Tomato or the Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones Rotten Tomato page and I had zero on like seriously like seven reviews. So it's just it's seemingly a targeted effort by Rotten Tomatoes to like ding the Dave Chappelle a new stand-up special appeal or promotion or like to give it almost negative uh to give it negative press well i think this this, since then it has gone up the score has gone up yeah 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 yeah. but i think people had a bitch about it at first you know what i mean because how could they review it 
before anyone else? And why would they only accept five reviews? And that was days after that stand-up special came on. The point is that we saw this. Yeah, I saw this in the Joe Rogan videos on the Joe Rogan podcast. He was talking about the story. That's what I'm referencing specifically. And it just makes sense that the Rotten Tomatoes did some sketchy shit or did like a almost like a again a targeted like attack or campaign against Dave Chappelle. Just like a, a whack move. And me and my brother had like theories years ago that that Rotten Tomatoes and or critics were like grooving numbers for Disney and Disney Marvel movies because they wanted to get access. The critics would want to get access or maybe Rotten Tomatoes would just I don't know, whatever, get a little bit of Disney shine because there hasn't been a single Marvel and what they call MCU's Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to be scored under 67 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, I know we just inherently differ on these things because you guys are comic book fans and I'm not. But to me, like some of these movies pretty objectively sucked. And like what? I don't know. Like out of the whatever, 20 movies there were, how could none of them be below a 67? None of them. I mean, shuddy boy. Oh, shit. Um, I'm curious as to your thoughts on this. Is, is there any Marvel movie that you would grade lower than a 67? Like in the MCU? No. no. Yeah, I don't know if I would either. Like I was initially really burnt and salty about Iron Man 3 because they had like a great setup for the Mandarin and then just blew it with a fake out. Like, oh, there's no Mandarin. He's just an actor. Huh, huh, huh. Like that <clears throat> really stung my ass. But after repeated viewings, I don't know. Iron Man 3's got some cool shit around, around all that. Uh, so... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 got an 84. All right, how, how about this one? I don't think you... You didn't like Captain Marvel that much, did you? Or did did you like that? No, not really. 78. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think Captain Marvel is a... What would you, you said 78? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's definitely not a 78. But it was still enjoyable. Captain America Civil War. I thought it was dog shit, and that has ninety one, and I think that's the <laughs> oh, I love that's that movie. the one that really that's like, one of the best. Yeah, I love that See? movie. This is where we disagree, but I guess that's just it's just my craziness. Fuck I mean, me, right? That you guys are more the authority on this. Even if like the two hours periscoping the airport scene was like Iron Man taking a hard shit and then wiping his ass, that airport scene alone, that big battle between all the Avengers would just save the rest of that movie of Robert Downey Jr. taking a dump. In my opinion. All right. So I can't go there, but uh, I was... You and I were texting about this, Jeff. Like, the three of us thought It Chapter 2 was a steaming pile of shit, and it had, like, a 62 on Rotten Tomatoes? And 67. Then the, 60, I think it's at 62 now. Uh, but the audience score was good for it. Yeah, it's, critics are at 62%. Audience score is 79%. Which, how do you explain that? You can't chalk that up to fucking Rotten Tomatoes trying to, like, pepper reviews or something. The critics didn't like it as much as the audience did. 
And I got to be like, what the fuck is wrong with the audience? How did you like that movie? I mean, you got me there. On 20, I'm, I'm looking at it now, 79% on 21,000 reviews, verified ratings, as in, like, these are people that that confirm their email address so they're not just bots signing up and, and, and uh, leaving reviews. So, I mean, that's, in a sense, a legit number. So you got me. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But I... Just, I guess maybe I'm just fired up on that Joe Rogan, uh, Dave Chappelle point that he made on his podcast and or his show, and I just feel as though, I don't know, more and more recently, because I think movies have been, we, we've talked about this at length in the podcast, but I think movies have been on a pretty, uh, they've been on like there's been like a movie Hollywood recession over the past like five or ten years, and I don't think the score has. Have been evident that, or I don't think the Rotten Tomato scores have been evident of that. Like one of the movies that I hated recently and and very much let me down was Arrival, and that had like a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm just like questioning more and more of the scores, and and, and because I have questions with it, I just want to never use it again. You know, I think it's it's like sure, not every time a movie is getting dragged by the critics. Do I hate it? No. There have been movies that were trashed by the critics that I thought were fucking awesome. There have been movies that did really well with the critics um, that I hated. But I'd say more often than not, I kind of tend to side with the majority on things. Like, if it's well-reviewed overwhelmingly, you'll end up liking it. Usually. And I guess I agree. Usually. And they're like, like you said, Arrival, Arrival, and I feel like most of the people I talked to that saw Arrival really liked it. Oh wow! But so I, guess I'm I don't just know. The asshole. I was bored out of my mind. I was also in Hawaii suffering from fucking food poisoning when I watched it. Well, I was just looked up because I you um you talking about Ad Astra and how it's just a can't miss. I felt the same way about Interstellar a couple years ago. If you remember that with Matthew McConaughey and 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 Christopher a Christopher Nolan movie, and it was pretty good. It was pretty good. the The Rotten Tomato score is seventy two percent, and the audience score, and this is on one hundred and seventy four thousand reviews, was an eighty five percent. So again, the audience liked it even more than 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 the uh, critics, but I don't know. I was kind of let down by that. So that's, I don't know, kind of went into my Rotten Tomatoes point and like a point of like, I'm kind of going into Ad Astra with tempered expectations. I I'm, I hope it'll be good. I'm, I, I want to say it'll be good, but yeah, like, I thought Interstellar was going to be my favorite movie ever and it didn't, it didn't live up to that. I've kind of been sweating that it could turn out to be like another arrival at Astra. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of, I guess like, yeah, like tempering my expectations. I'm not getting too excited about it, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I gotta see either that or Rambo this weekend. And it's most likely gonna, gonna be, um, that one because like, you know, Nachi's not going to want to go see Rambo with me. (laughs) Oh, she should. Yeah, it's like, it's hey, do you want to watch a seventy-five-year-old man just like gut? Uh, uh... God damn it! Sorry, Mexicans. everybody. 
Dude, it's gonna be fucking epic. No, it's car- cartel. Yeah, cartel members. I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. So it's gonna be Rambo Day. I think Wednesday, the eighteenth. Why and, is that Rambo Day? Uh, I don't know. It's just like uh, it's September eighteenth. It's in honor of Rambo. Um, fucking hot as balls. Excuse me one second, guys. I gotta turn the AC on. I'm dying. Hold on. I had I had like the rundown or the itinerary for Rambo Day pulled up in front of me, but then I lost it. Okay, some of the highlights of Rambo Day will include the city of Los Angeles officially proclaiming September 18th Rambo Day. Sweet. The world's greatest Rambo fan challenge will award prizes and declare the world's greatest Rambo fan based on short videos of fans doing their best Rambo impressions. Oh, Shuddy. You got to enter. I I might have to. I'm not very good with impressions, but... (laughs) Oh, I have to rewatch. If you want to survive blood, war, actually. you gotta become war. <laughs> the city of Bowie, uh, of Bowie, Arizona, hometown of John Rambo, is proclaiming September 18th Rainbow Day as well. Bowie, Arizona, Arizona, excuse me, gained worldwide attention when it was revealed in Rambo: First Blood Part Two as Rambo's home. Alamo Draft House. Are you? Do you know what Alamo Draft House is? Yeah. What is that? It's just like a chain of theaters. I, I I mostly hear Doug Benson reference it, but I think it's kind of arc lighty, where it's supposed to be like maybe a little bit more of an upscale movie going experience. Yeah, and they serve food and booze. Okay, I'm yeah, pulling it up. Yeah, seems kind of dope. So the AMC right by my place, in uh, in Redondo Beach, we, we got to check it out one of these times, Kevin. It has one of those. It has like where you can order food and they'll they'll bring it. It was like a I don't know. In theater service, you know, they'll that bring almost you seems food like it would be disruptive. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it could also be awesome. That is also a fair point. I mean, I'm interested in how their cheeseburger tastes, honestly. And, and being, I know the beers they have on tap and they're legit. I don't know. So I, I don't hate that idea. But, and Alamo Draft House is. They're not hurting themselves in my eyes by declaring it Rambo down Wednesday. I love Rambo. I fucking love Rambo. So that pushes me. That nudges me to go to Alamo Draft House. It's not going to be Wednesday, but. And apparently, $1 will be donated to the organizations to support veterans and active duty members of the military for any fan who purchases a ticket during the Rambo Marathon, which is, again, at Alamo Draft House on Rambo Day. I don't want to see That's all exciting. of them. I just want to see the first blood. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't see any movies, but I did watch a new series. I watched Undone on Amazon Prime. Jeff's very disappointed yeah, I know. by that. I saw you just punch your arm and go, Oh, fucking blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, I have to look it up on what you what that is. But I was hoping you watch Unbelievable on Netflix because I haven't seen that and I was going to watch it with Nachi, but... I don't even know what that is. Uh, Unbelievable on Netflix? A, unbelievable. Um, to when a, re- a teen reports being raped, then recants her story. Two female detectives follow evidence that could re- reveal the truth based on a true story. Oof, that so, sounds like a lighthearted romp. Yep, that's yeah. right in our wheelhouse. Oh, shut the fuck up. You guys, you'll watch intense subject matter. Don't be pussies. Oh, come Jesus on, guys. It's just Christ. teen rape. Oh, what the fuck? All right, I'm sorry. What did you watch? Un- undone? What is it? Yeah, Undone. 
How was Amazon it? Prime. I watched the trailer and did not think it was for me. Like rare cheeseburgers? What do you mean? Un- undone like that? He, he must what? not read our group chat. But you think un- undone is a way you can order a burger? No, oh, I'll have the bacon like, cheeseburger. Uh, undone. Undone. Like, uh, yeah, no, 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 like that's what you would say about a burger that's undercooked. It's undone. All right. After 28-year-old Alma nearly dies in a car accident, she finds that she has a new relationship with time. She develops this newfound relationship to find out the truth about her father's death. Yeah. So she has like a crazy car wreck, and then afterwards, her dead dad, who's Bob Odenkirk like, shows up and teaches her how to control time and shit. And Alma is Rosa Salazar, who, is, who was Alita Battle Angel. It's fucking... It's dope. I loved it. Like, the first episode is very straightforward. It's got really good, sharp, conversational writing and stuff. It's, it's like a, a, a sci-fi dramedy. Like, it's funny... It's serious, and it's got really cool, weird, out-there sci-fi shit. And uh, it, it was really fucking weird, and it's only eight episodes, and they're like 20-minute episodes. So, like, I don't know, you can binge that shit super quick. I got it done over the weekend. And it's, it's cool. It's, it's animation. It's like a hybrid animation almost. Like, do you guys remember A Scanner Darkly? No. I don't know what that it was, is. It's like Tom goes to the mayor. I don't even know what that is. Okay, it was a, an adult swim show. Jeff doesn't uh, know what with, anything is right that now. Tim and Eric did. Well, A Scanner with, Darkly uh, had like uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Keanu and I think Winona Ryder. Yeah. Yeah, they were the main characters. Keanu Reeves, uh, Winona Ryder, and Robert Downey no. Jr. And they basically... You said Keanu before, and I love that. I love that. Let's just go with one word from now on. Let's let's make this a mad scientist party hour thing. But he's like Cher now? Yeah. Yeah, We if, if anyone says Keanu in the world, we should all know exactly what they're talking about. <laughs> exactly. All right. all right, fair point. He's Moving like Cher forward. now. Yeah. Right? So they, they basically shot a movie... And then in post, they lay animation over it. So it's this realistic, smooth-looking animation style. And they kind of did this. They, they basically do the same thing in Undone. And it's, I don't know, I thought it was fucking dope. I, I got hooked in. I blew through it really quick. I feel so like I could do that same thing with Snack Attack on Final Cut Pro. Just make it animated? <laughs> yeah, that'd be, be like awesome. A, I'll put the comic book filter on that. Yeah, is it, like, especially, I haven't watched them yet, but, man, those thumbnails of you eating fucking frozen bananas on your snack attacks, it looks like you're just about to gobble a big, fat dick. And if it was animated, this you could make really, it, like, squirt and jizz out and shit. I don't, you may or may not believe this, but I take a lot of pride in those thumbnails. Out of the whole editing process, like, the thing that takes me the longest might be looking for the, the perfect thumbnail i'm always trying to get me holding the food with just my eyes over the food <laughs> so why don't you just pose like that no it's so got to be organic. you already have it this is gonna be organic stay the fuck out of my production cycle all right i got things that i'm i like to do it my way shuddy <laughs> i take that back thanks for the advice but no i'm so good yeah. I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna keep doing it the way i've been doing it 
I'll give watched... I'll give Undone four dicks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, you said this before, but I didn't jot it down. How long? Well, uh, how many episodes again? How long? It's eight episodes, and they're like twenty minute episodes. Oh wow! So you can really get through that. The only bummer about that <coughs> is that if I like it, which I, I don't know, I could. You're giving it four dicks. If I like it, I'm gonna be bummed out that you know there's not more there. Yeah, but sometimes that's why it's good. Because they had a vision, Brevity. they had a they had a beginning, middle, and end, and they stuffed it with no filler. Tight, tight, ooh, tight. I like that. Kind of like Honestly. like Breaking Bad. Like I think, I think uh, Vince Gilligan. I think he only wanted to do like three or four seasons, and just to appease AMC, he like squeaked out like one or two extra ones that he wasn't planning on doing. But after that, he was like, "That's it. I'm not stretching this any further. I know the end. Let's get to it." No, fair enough, and and as long as the time isn't just disrespectful. I mean, twenty twenty five minutes. You're saying I think that's good. That's 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 legit production, and you know how I feel about leanness and and tightness. So I'm with you. I I I'll try to give it a shot. And Shuddy, um, Shuddy, you've been watching Wu Tang, right? I have been watching Wu Tang and American nice. Saga. Yeah, school school Jeff and myself. It, I love it. Um, the, the first episode was a little bit difficult for me to follow, uh, because they all, it's pre Wu Tang. It's when they're all, you know, much younger. So they're going by their given names. Oh, government names is, that's what the proper nomenclature is. <laughs> and for the whole first episode, I had no idea who was who. Other than uh, RZA. She's a bunch of black guys, right? And, and <laughs> I, I'm Sunny sure there's some through. poetic license taken in the story, but it made me realize I know pretty much nothing about Wu-Tang. This is on Hulu, you said? It is on Hulu, yes. How many episodes and how long are they? They're hour long. Oh, dang. So far. Far, it's four episodes. They're releasing it weekly. Oh, okay. I also heard that the the new Disney, when Disney Plus launches, all of their series are going to be weekly. They're not going to do binge like uh, Prime and Netflix do. And I Hulu does Hulu. it like that, and I and I like it. They do oh. that with Handmaid's Tale. Does Hulu like do that. that with all their shows? Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm not sure. Oh no, okay. shit. I thought I thought they did with their original programming, but I can't confirm. I'm pretty sure. I I I like it because it's something like I'm like this week Wednesday. I'm looking forward to watching it, but it's very compelling. <laughs> nice work. All right. It, I mean, it really is. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Raekwon shot up and tried to kill Ghostface Killa, and they were able to squash that beef and become Wu-Tang? I mean, yeah, and they pretty much made only Built for Cuban Links together. So I mean, they really like, squashed that beef. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't know that. I'll tell you I what. I did not know that either. I'm like, who is, is Shamik Moore is in it. He plays Raekwon, um, and he's awesome in it. But yeah, like Shamik Moore just rolls up, with a Tech Nine and just shoots up this house, and it ends up being Ghostface Killer. 
Tell you what, Damn. if you light up my apartment in Redondo Beach, we're done with MSPH. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no squashing that. Maybe a Patreon once in a blue moon. With his disabled brothers in the house, too? Like... So Wu Tang like Ghostface Killer knows he did some wrong. <laughs> they just were different sets. They were d- selling drugs in different projects. They were once the same crew and they split off. So they do these, I don't know, like two different like production flights with all these like retroactive stories. Like uh, OJ Simpson, they had the FX show with Cuba Gooden Jr., John Travolta, uh, I forget who else is in there. And then they also had the ESPN ABC five-part documentary. Um, I'm trying to think of the other one of recent memory. Oh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy's Netflix documentary was... He he had a Netflix documentary that came out, uh, Lost Conversations or Conversations with him. And they also did the Zac Efron movie. I tend to like the documentary version. So with this Wu-Tang, the Showtime did a five-part or four-part documentary. I watched the first one because I don't have Showtime. I wasn't able to finish the series. But the first one was fucking awesome. And I don't know. So I guess what I'm saying is because I didn't like the Ted Bundy creative story and I I didn't even give the O.J. Simpson one a try, I'm a little hesitant or at least I was hesitant before to check out the Wu Tang Hulu thing. How many how many Wu Tang dicks did you say you'd suck? Four point five. Nice. Oh damn! All I, right. I, I really like it. Like I said, that's the literally first half episode, the uh, <laughs> The first episode was hard to follow. Then I happened to be scrolling through Facebook, and there was a it was like a BuzzFeed article or something of who is who in the new Wu Tang show. And so I could figure out, I mean, obviously I could tell which one was Method Man and which one was Old Dirty Bastard. Uh, I have a hard time believing that it was difficult to pick out which one was ODB. No, it definitely was not, because the guy that plays ODB is is fucking perfect as ODB. Like, he is amazing. He has the, it, so good, so good. Well, that's so, good to hear because I, I don't think you'll find any MSPH member who has anything bad to say about Wu Tang. So, so I it I have been listening to nothing but Wu Tang and Wu Tang related albums. Oh shit! You hear the new Ghostface? What? You hear the new Ghostface? I did not. I'm starting. I'm doing it chronologically. <laughs> from oh my god! Oh, man. All right. Well, we'll be sure to check in with you in seven years. I yeah, know. You love this experience? I uh, I just listened to uh, to Cal Two Judgment Day or to Cal Two Thousand Judgment Day. That's where I'm at. So I have I have many many more to go. <laughs> yeah. Amazing solo album. I love I love that album. They're, they're all really good. Raekwon's first album is fucking amazing. Uh, I, I'm just I'm very I did not listen to as much Wu-Tang as I thought I did. This might be a hot take, but I'm a firm believer that Raekwon's Only Built for Cuban Links is on the short list of greatest hip-hop albums ever. I, I think it's the best. I think it's better than... Uh, I would say it goes Enter the 36 Chambers 1, 
only built for Cuban links too, and then Wu Tang Forever would be below it. Like, no I th- shit. That's how highly I think of only built for Cuban links. Wow. I, f- I fucking love that album. It's that- really good. Well, Ghostface just put out a new album, and it's pretty fucking solid. When, just got when that- did that come out? I'm gonna look that up now. I think, like, within the last seven days. Okay, all I'm right. pretty sure. All right, then I'm definitely behind. Yeah. All right, well, sweet. Uh, shall we? It came out on September 13th, so on Friday. Oh, yeah. Damn, you're ahead of me on hip-hop? Jesus Christ, I'm a pussy. That's right, eat my ass, Jeff Clark. <laughs> I fa- watched... You uh, fair-weather hip-hop fan, you. The only thing I can <laughs> review is I watched... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I watched Hello, Privilege, It's Me, Chelsea on Netflix... And that sounds like an awful combination of words. Yeah, it was pretty horrible. It was a documentary by Chelsea Handler uh, on Netflix for Netflix about her uh, coming to grips with being a white person and trying to figure out what white people's role is in America in dealing with white privilege. Oh, my God. How about step one? Just don't be a fucking weirdo about it. Jeez. Dude, so it was pretty much self-flagellation at its finest. But she starts out with, I want to, she, I don't know, she's giving her, like, main thesis or a point. She says, I want to know how to be a better white person to people of color without making it a thing. It's like, you just you're did. doing a documentary about white privilege, and you've titled it, Hello, Privilege, It's Me, Chelsea. Like, you're making it a thing. That's what you're doing. That's- I'm going to ask a Jeff Clark question. Do you see her boobies? You do not. No. Well, you can just go to Instagram for that. She puts her boobies on there, I think. I don't don't think so. How about, like... She's got 8 million followers on Instagram? If you're, like, a dickhead to people of other races, how about then you flagellate yourself? But as long as you're not a dickhead, why are you flagellating yourself? Just don't be a dick. I don't know. It's a pretty simple golden rule. Well, I've heard the theory that she has, like, Trump derangement syndrome, which which I actually believe is somewhat of a thing. Some people really wigged out when that guy got elected. And she, like, changed around her profile before this documentary came out about her being an activist. And she took the Trump election really hard, even harder than you did, Kevin. <laughs> Look at you, this motherfucker. I, thought- I wish people could see the... The look, right when Jeff finished that sentence, he was so proud of himself. He went right to this mug and could barely even drink the liquid because he was smiling so hard. I have that sentence written. That's the only thing I've written down (laughs) in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) She brings on, like, she connects with, like, one of the more ultimate cucks that I've ever seen before. I think in this case it would be, that's the proper term, a cuck. And he's just, like, an author, a, a white author on white privilege. And they're talking about how white privilege is a white person's problem. And <laughs> she kept, she kept now, now that you're, you're actually like getting into it further. This, this special sounds hilarious. Oh no, it's, it's aggravating. And <laughs> my go-to source for movie reviews is now IMDB since I've canceled, uh, I've canceled rotten tomatoes and they agree with me. Some of the reviews are pretty much on the nose, but it got like a oh, man, where is it? I think a four out of out of ten, and oh, four point three out of ten, and it really is worse than that. I mean, it's it's zero. I'm sucking zero dicks on this one. Oh dang! It's an hour and four minutes. Actually, 
hour and four minutes, I'll give her a half a dick. Because at least she knew whether it be in the editing room or during the whole thing in and of itself that she had to wrap it up fast. But, yeah, so they're talking about how white... Every person that she meets, every black person, excuse me, that she talks to about this pretty much tells her, like, white privilege... I don't know how to answer to you how you need to feel better about white privilege. That's something that you need to figure out. And her and this white guy land on white privilege is a white person's problem. So you fucking idiots don't even know what privilege means. Like privilege and problem are the opposite. Like, like you're talking about a burden. That's what you're, that's the word you're looking for. Burden. Like, is there a burden that we have? Maybe I'll listen to that, but privilege isn't a problem. You dumb fucks. I don't know. It it was horrible. Um, (laughs) she goes back to like her old boyfriend's grandma's house. So when she was 14, she was dating a black guy and she ended up running away from home and staying with the black guy. And, and, and she says in the beginning of the, of, of the documentary, you know, it just never occurred to me that white people have better, have like a racial advantage in certain scenarios over black people. Like I kept, (laughs) when I was a kid, when I was 16, I was dating this black guy and we got pulled over three times for weed and I never got arrested and he got arrested every time. And it was like, it didn't dawn on you earlier than, I don't know, 40 something or however old that you are that, that yeah, black people have get a shittier end of the stick when it comes to the cops more often than not. It was, it just, you find out how dumb Chelsea Handler is and has been for years throughout the documentary. It's so, Anyway, she ends up going back to the to the and there's so many cringeworthy moments in the documentary, but she ends up going back to the the, the guy's grandfather or grandmother's house where she ran away with uh, ran away with him and stayed at. And she finds out in the time that, you know, since they've been together, which is, again, when she was like 16, that he did 14 years in jail for armed robbery and he got into heroin and then started dealing the heroin and then started doing the heroin. And it's just like, well, wait a second. You were talking about how, like, shitty the cops were every time they arrested your boyfriend. But, like, was there something more to the story? Like, he ended up going to jail for armed robbery. (laughs) Like, like, she, like, started, she, like, trying to make this point about how this guy was, like, a victim of, like, a a victim of a white privilege or of a racially, uh, I don't know, a racially ignorant yeah, yeah. Judicial system, and I agree that that exists to an extent. But it was like this guy was also doing heroin, <laughs> dealing heroin. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, lady? Like, it was ridiculous. And for her to come, like, to have, like, she learns about it during the documentary, and you would think she would edit it this out or edit around it, but now she just like leaves it in there, and it's just like this makes you look dumb. Like you're like trying to like make a point. That this guy was a victim of like fucking shitty police force or racial racist police, and it's like it, it, I don't know, it was fucking crazy. And, and like again, it was cringeworthy because she goes back to the house, hasn't seen these people for like thirty years at this point, and she's like Chelsea's home, and just starts like dancing around the house and like hugs the grandmother and hugs the guy's mother who also started doing heroin while they were while they were dating. Like it was just like. I don't know. It was like a really fucking weird, cringeworthy, lame documentary. And it was essentially just 
Chelsea Handler coming to grips with her being white. I think your review of it might have been longer than the actual documentary. Uh, I'm sorry. I give it a half dick because, again, <laughs> 60, 64 minutes. At least you're doing something right there. All right. All right. Um, I, I might need you guys to help me out with this one. Uh, I just opened up our emails and saw it, and it warrants this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's Random, Random Brain, Brain question. question. And it's from... A longtime Puminati member, Amanda, and she said, I've been thinking about asking you guys this question for a while now. Is the phrase online or inline? And for then she what? says, Love you guys. I, yeah, I don't know. If, it, if you're talking about rollers, rollerblades, I guess you would say inline. That's a horrible question. And if it's you're a talking about. Brain question, Amanda. Using, I think she means when you're standing, when you're waiting for something, are you online or in line? You're in line. I'm standing in line for something. I'm sure I've probably told people I'm online right now to check out. Actually, no. Now that it just came out of, out of my mouth, I don't think I've ever. That would said be that. a stupid way to say it. <laughs> yeah, in line. Are if you that's checking the question. out on the internet or on the World Wide Web? So to answer your question, Amanda, if you're talking about rollerblades or at the grocery store, it's inline. And if you're talking about using your modem to check your AOL, it's online. And I, think I think the best that way up, to right? address your question, uh, Amanda, and we love you, thank you. Uh, you're a valued P- Puminati elite member. But the best way to address that question is to give yourself a wedgie. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Hey, Jeff doesn't speak for the rest of us, Amanda. I would never yeah, no, suggest something so mean to you. That's not a Riot Cast or MSPH-sponsored take. That's, the opinions that's all Jeff Clark. expressed herein are not the opinions of all parties. I'll hit her up in Slack and tell her to give herself a wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a, on a whim here. Uh, last week, we did hear from Pooping Kathy. I'm... Fairly confident somebody has called in since. So let's give it a shot. Voicemails, yay! Hopefully, some happy humans have called in. Hey, maybe uh, Pooping Kathy has taken a shit again. All right. Oh, okay. We got a couple. We got a couple. Let's check it out. Let's see what's up. Boink! Hey, MSPH. My name's Ryan. I'm from Utah. Long time fan. Been listening for a while. Never thought to call in, but today I thought, what the hell? Heard Jeff and Shetty kind of talking a little bit about football. I just want to say, go Raiders. But that all being said, Antonio who? Anyway, love the show. Love you guys. Keep it up. And, uh, Dookie Boy the Cocksucker, fuck off. Does anybody know what he said? <laughs> I know he called I, Jeff Dookie Boy the Cocksucker. the last part. But <laughs> I, I heard all of it and understood it all. What part did you not? I don't know. He said he wanted to talk about football, Wait. and then he said, go Raiders, so I'm guessing he likes no, that team. No, he said, I heard Jeff and Shuddy talking about football, so I wanted to say, go Raiders, and Antonio who? So he's talking about Antonio Brown, who you know of Antonio Brown. We've talked a little bit about him. He's yeah, a guy he raped that's somebody. crazy and gotten his – he got himself – 
traded off the Steelers and then four months later released by the Raiders for essentially going crazy. Inside of like six weeks, he couldn't. He, it devolved to the point play. that he, he called the general manager a cracker in a fit yeah, of rage. Which I thought was very funny. It devolved to the point. That's that's the nicest way to put it. This guy acted like a fucking tool for eight weeks, and at the end, called his boss a cracker, threatened to fight him, and then went ended up with the New England Patriots. So and then he ended up with the Patriots, who could very well go undefeated this year, and probably going to win the Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, if they didn't, it'd be very very surprising. Um, and Antonio Brown actually just had like an explosive uh, Sports Illustrated article published about him today uh, about just, like, all of the shit that the Steelers and, like, the NFL or Antonio Brown has been able to sweep under the rug over the past few years is off the field, like, conduct and and, and crazy bullshit that, it, that, he, that he's known to do. Like, he, he essentially moves like Donald Trump in the sense that he doesn't pay people that he... He, he employs or people that he has to do work for him. Like he's had like chefs, like famous chefs come to his house and like cook him food or cook like parties that he's thrown or hosted at his house to, um, he's had chefs like cook him food and like, hasn't paid them. He's had artists come over and like paint murals of them and just like stiff them. There's been like numerous allegations of like, former trainers or assistants or people that have worked I actually with them. have a Shuddy Boys fucking news article that relates to this as well. Oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, all, Antonio Brown is just an all-around tool. And, and I don't know. I always thought that he should have been – I didn't always. When he pulled that final bullshit with the Raiders where he posted a, an audio recording of him and the coach – having a, a phone conversation and like after he, he called the general manager a cracker. Yeah. Honestly, I was down for him calling or I, I was willing to excuse him calling Mike Mayock a cracker and doing all that. And so was John Gruden. John Gruden argued to keep Antonio Brown away from being suspended by the team when they were going to play pay him in week one. And then he went on Instagram and said, release me and was done with it. So See, like, I, when, when, I, said, when this whole thing was happening and I saw like the the headlines and the articles, I told Je- like Jeff and I were talking about it and I was like, man, that's funny as shit. I like this dude. He fucking called his boss a cracker. And then Jeff was like, yeah, that part's funny, but here's some other stuff. And he hit me with like a whole bunch of things. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this guy's a scumbag. But I don't know. Cracker thing's still funny. Oh, yeah. I think, it, I, again, like his antics were were somewhat comical and they were entertaining as off-season talking points and stories to like get us hyped up for the NFL season. But then once you force your way out of two teams in the off-season and you refuse to play for a team who's done nothing but be like considerate and, 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 and supportive, it's, it's, it's bullshit. And it's, it's just anti-sports or at least that's, anti the sports that like i became a fan of like i'm you know i like i don't know, i like seeing teams and i like seeing guys work together and figuring shit out and making teams work and this guy just fucking bolting on the raiders because he was over it or it was never in on it and just his whole attitude during it 
turns out that it was shitty. If he just stayed, it would have been like, you know what? That was entertaining off-season story. This fool got frostbite and cryotherapy in Paris when he was supposed to be at work. It's it's fucking hilarious. It, it's borderline unbelievable, but it ha- it happened, and it's fucking good. He came into training camp in a hot air balloon. Came in late in a hot <laughs> air balloon. Oh man, that's not. How is that not awesome? That's awesome. That's pretty but then funny. If you're not gonna play, it's just like, all right, you're a fucking pussy. Whatever, dude. All right, <laughs> all right. Let's see what this other human has to say. Oh, yo, it's pseudo shuddy. Ready or not, here I come. I can't remember the rest of the song. Gonna find you. God damn it, Sharon, I told you not to buy crunchy peanut butter. It hurts my sack when I rub it on my balls so the dogs can lick it off. God damn it, Sharon. <laughs> Goodbye. Shuddy, why did you call in with that story and not just tell it on the show? <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good impression of your impression of Shuddy. Yeah. Like I, I think yours is better, and that more sounds like a version of yours, but I thought that was good. The content was on point. <laughs> yeah, always good hearing from, from Pseudo Shuddy. All right, we got one more voicemail. What's up, MSPH? This is Joel, otherwise known as Stick It In in the Fantasy Football League. Uh, I was just listening to last week's episode, and Jeff was talking about Rookie of the Year and Thomas Ian Nicholas and how he just kind of fell off after the American Pie movies. Um, I know after he was, like, the American Pie movies, he focused on music. He actually played in the band and stuff like that. Uh, I've been a musician my whole life, and I I played a show with him and his band in Chicago a long time ago. And he's actually not too bad. A lot of acoustic stuff, but, I mean, yeah, it was interesting uh, playing a show with the American Pie guy. But a uh, little, little bit of info, a little bit of knowledge there for you. But anyway... Hey, Jeff, I'm playing you probably right now in fantasy football, so we'll see how that goes. All right. Oh, shit. Well, he won. Oh, he did? Yeah, Final Thanks. Final Fantasy football can suck my ass. I think I, I got my ass beat by Dylan the Trucker. Final Fantasy football is a cruel and difficult thing. Yeah. I have the my best fucking... team in the league by far. Well, not in this league, in my other league. And I got fucking boat race last week, so I, I don't know. I got... Uh, my quarterback got negative points. How do you get negative points? That's rare. Who, who did you? Who did you <laughs> wait, hold on. wait, I'm trying to think of who that could be. Hold I on. don't know. I can't look. I can't look up my thing on this computer. It's on my Mac. Start Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is, I don't is know. he your quarterback? I have no idea. I I don't have it logged in on this laptop. Do you guys have your thing okay. pulled up? I got it. Did Dylan the Trucker spank me? I mean, I'm letting if, it load. My, if you beat him with a quarterback that had negative points, you're a fucking legend. I got my ass beat because, like, the, my kicker fucking somehow hurt himself, and I, had, I, I picked a new kicker four minutes before the game started on Sunday somehow. You could still win. No way. You're only down by six points right now. Who does he have? Le'Veon Bell, who's already oh. racked up 20 points. Holy so, shit. 
Uh, but the Jets are losing twenty-three to three. So Is he on the Jets? You're not winning. Yeah. Yes. He had Drew Brees. Oh yeah, he got injured and he threw an inter. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. That rotten son of a bitch. I'm gonna mail him a turd. I have Ben Roethlisberger in another league. So. Is he a bad guy yeah. or a good guy? He just he's out for the season now. Oh, oh he's a bad guy. Faux show. Yeah, so I th- I'm pretty sure I lost this week. I'm I, I don't even have it pulled up, but dude, fantasy football is fucking cruel, man. It's cruel. Yeah, I I've think, never uh, won. I've been playing for like 15 years, so. And you've never won. You, you never got won. throttled. No shit. Thirty <laughs> points. <laughs> I think I lost by thirty in every league. Jesus. It, it, he. He has Odell Beckham Jr. who scored, who's got 28.1 points right now. He could have sat Odell and he still would have won. He could have had nobody in that spot. Jeff, maybe maybe sports aren't isn't isn't your thing. I could I can recommend a couple comics and video games if you'd like. <laughs> I'm, my other league I'm projected to win, but I lost by 30. So <laughs> can't have too many more games like that if I'm going to win the title. Yeah. Sports might just be a sunken cost for me. I, I, I should just, I should just retire. Honestly, sports is getting gay anyways. All these fucking athletes are bitching about their lives. They make sick money. Make Lowest it points of of the week go to Herb, who racked up a total of ninety five points. Yeah. What is that? Super bad. Not good. And he had the Patriots defense on the bench. Yikes. If he yeah. would have what started a, the Patriots instead move. of the Ravens, he would have beat Dom. That's oh. how it is, though. Fantasy Again, fantasy football is fucking it's brutal. It's unforgiving in a lot of ways. I know. I don't hey, forgive it. it. Yeah, you sit. Yeah, you're 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 clowning on me. But for the past two years, and Shuddy's verified this. For the past two years, you've had the best team, and you haven't been in the title game in either one of them, have you? No. That's how it is, man. You I, don't know shit about football. No, so. and I, I like. Didn't you guys say I always get my team has like the most cumulative points? But yeah. the second elimination start, that's when I I pack my bags and go home. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's. Wait, who was your kicker that you you said you had to yeah you had to switch the kicker Did you figure out how to do that I sent you a little video yeah and I I literally got it in just under the wire before the game started ridiculous my kicker had negative one this week in the in the, <laughs> in the league that I should be winning or the league that I'm favored in what did your kicker do I I don't fucking know all I know is if I end up beating Dylan the trucker tonight. After my quarterback got negative points, I'm mailing him a picture of my bunghole. Yeah, you should text him a picture of your penis. That's that's what Shuddy does. His kicker got him nine (laughs) points. All right, so that's like an above-average kicking job. See, that's a good good waiver-wire move. That's a good waiver-wire move, Kevin. I don't know what that means. That's what you did to get the new kicker. Oh, I I thought you were saying Dylan did that. I don't know. I'm no, all fucking flustered you did. and confused. Honestly, I was just so your your running back was running towards the end zone with the football, and 
just got hit and he fumbled. So that's the reason why you're stuck on six points. You were about to win the game, actually. So it's, it's I guess this is a good thing that you don't watch football because you would have been freaking out if you saw this on the TV because this fool was was marching to the end zone and what a one-year fantasy league for you or one-year fantasy game for you and he fucking <coughs> and he fumbled and he never fumbles. Yeah, you're right, Jeff. It, it is a good thing I don't watch football. Yeah, I think you're my negative or you're my uh. Uh, bad luck charm. Hey, I'm everybody's bad luck charm. <coughs> Uh-oh. I got something <clears throat> in my throat. So do I. Cock. I got, like, I've had this thing ha- ha- started happening to me, like, a couple weeks ago. It was the first time, like, I felt like there was something stuck in my throat. And it happened <coughs> right as I went on the air. And I, ugh, I kept going, like, ugh, to see if I could, like, grunt it out. Like, it feels like there's something stuck in my throat, and if I swallow really hard or go really hard, it'll come up. And then it it just went away in a couple hours, and then a couple days later it happened again, and both times were after I ate a salad. And I was like, oh, maybe fucking, maybe there's like a lump of cancer in my throat or something, and leaves keep getting stuck on it. But then it went away again, and now I've had it for like three days now. And like, over the weekend, I... I fucking, I finger fucked my throat really hard, and I felt a flap. There's a fucking flap in my throat. So I Googled throat. Like a gill? Yeah. I felt it. It was like a, it was like a vagina almost. It was vaginal. And yeah, I so see that. I Googled throat flaps, and I guess there is an actual flap in your throat. It, it covers like part of your windpipe, so when you're eating, stuff doesn't go down your windpipe and into your lungs and shit. So I was, like, diddling. I was flicking the bean on my throat flap. Wait, you didn't know there was... That's funny. I didn't know I that. I knew there was throat flaps. But can food get stuck on your throat flap? I think so. See, I, I swear, Kevin, I have the same thing going on as you right now. I felt like there's been, like, almost like a long piece of hair. Like, yeah. In, in, <clears throat> in the, like, in my throat or something. I feel like I need to buy, like, a toilet scrubbing brush and just fucking... Dude, I tried to deep throw my toothbrush the other day. I, I'm, I'm one step ahead of you. Is this, a, I, 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 it's, this is such a random thing that you're bringing up because this is what I've been dealing with the whole weekend. We might need to call Dr. Steve. Yeah. Call him right now. Dr. Steve, can you help us with our throat flaps? Nah, it's 11 o'clock in Tennessee. Right, I have to run a theory past him that I have about all my cracking joints, and I need to, him to to uh, hear me out. Well, it's been a minute since in. we've had Doctor Steve on. Maybe we should do another Doctor Steve episode soon. I yeah, miss I miss gotta, that fucking fantastic American. We got to workshop some Doctor Steve questions because I want to come correct. <clears throat> Ooh, did you get it? Are you good? I feel like that made something move. All right, this is this is a problem to be solved, off air. I won't keep like macho manning into the microphone. It's like when the horse kicked uh, Clark Griswold's little niece, and she kicked <laughs> kicked, it, kicked her eyes straight. Yeah, Ruby, Ruby Rose, was that her name? <laughs> Ruby, nice. Ruby, I think yeah, that Ruby. Is her name. <laughs> wow, good pull. Oh man, all One right. Of my favorite movies ever. Oh, dude, same. That's. That's got to be a Clark classic, right? It's it's a craft classic for sure. It's absolutely. Yeah. Not, first ballot Hall of Fame Clark classic. 
I actually fly with a DVD of it every year to watch it with my family back home. Why don't you just buy them a DVD for Christmas? Yeah, it's just cheaper Shut to fly with it. Shut the fuck up, Shuddy. Shut up, Shuddy. He don't said you cheaper. love them? He said cheaper. <laughs> the DVD of fucking National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation can't be more than $4. <laughs> I'm just going to mail a copy to everybody I'm related to. So if, yeah. I, if I'm ever visiting them, we can put it on at any time we need. Every couch you could crash on gets a copy of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, yeah. uh, I actually got scolded. Oh, sorry. Were you about to wrap up? I was about to say, in regards to the Clark Classic uh, stuff, I got scolded by Bill and Cheech because I guess I'm being too fast and loose with that term, and I need to, I need to discuss Clark Classics with them before I just deem things Clark Classics, and that's fair. But like you said, what movie didn't they agree with you on? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember what it was that we were talking about because they I think they agreed with me with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or how I was feeling on it anyways. But there was a movie specifically. and I think I have been throwing around the term too much, so I have to rein it in a little bit. But 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 you're right, Kevin. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is a no brainer. They, they would 100 mm-hmm. percent sign off on that. Good. And that's the way it should I'm be. sure your family would, too. Right. It's a craft classic. Yeah. Without is, that, a doubt. is that classic with a K? Right? Do you, I feel like you have to make it classic. Yeah, with a K. that alliteration works just as long as there's no further k sounds bookmarking it. Right. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, just, we don't I want saw... to get a third K. No, no. <laughs> right. No, it's not yeah. Kevin Craft Classics. It's just Craft Classics. <laughs> no, you know. No. You did. Okay, it is. Yeah. No. It is definitely Kevin Craft. No, classics. it isn't. Yep. No. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yep. No. I, I'm, on, I'm on Jeff's side with this. Nope. One. Fuck you guys. You oh, guys you are like wrong. That movie a lot. Is it a KKK? No. Honestly, F you guys. and I think you're gonna believe me. I wasn't gonna land on Kevin Kraft Classics. I was. I was stuck on Kraft Classics. You're like, and I really, I couldn't figure out how to put a third K in there. But you did it. You're right. Kevin I couldn't Kraft. figure it out either. He brought. He led us to the well. <laughs> nope. Fuck you yes. guys. Yeah, I, I cannot wait to ask you after your review every fucking movie if that's a KKK classic. All right. Are you fucking chodes finished? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, man, good. now that we drew, yeah. drew attention to it, <laughs> right. it's like all-consuming. It's the only thing I can fucking think about. I imagine if food gets stuck in your throat, at some point it's going to start like getting stinky and gross, right? This has to be remedied. Yeah, it starts decaying. Ew. But it'll start breaking apart. It's not going to stay solid for that long, right? I don't know. I hope not. This really sucks fucking dickholes. You should... I'm in a bad place. We're going to get into the Patreon here in a second, I'm sure. So you get get to... You can do your crazy Patreon intro and try to clear your throat during that. Oh, shit. That's a good idea. (laughs) Do a little double dipping. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for checking us out. And, uh, hey, if you got a spare minute, head over to iTunes, subscribe, hook us up with a review. It helps a lot more than you think it would. Um, and if you, want, if you want to check out the Patreon shit, if you need more Mad Scientist Party Hour content in your life, it's all there. It's all just a couple keystrokes away. Go to si- uh, uh, patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour uh, and subscribe. Biatch.
Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff for our records. And uh, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, all you have to do is call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. And as always, you can shoot your emails to madscientist at riotcast.com. Shuddy, you got anything? Uh, 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 real quick, um, there was a delay. The, there were an issue with some of the shirts. That's why some of you haven't gotten them yet. I will have them out uh, by the end of this week. So I apologize for the delay. I had to get some reprinted because I didn't like how they turned out. Uh, and it's just taken longer than expected. So if you haven't gotten yours yet, it is coming. Send all hate to mail the... to at Shuddy Boy. And I'll, I'll throw something special in, in with your stuff. I'll sprinkle in some of my pubes. It's official Shuddy Boy DNA. No extra If that's charge. what they want. <laughs> I'll even throw in some of my grundle hair. Really, Sorry, Jeff. Really it looked like pleaser. it looked like you were about to chime in. Me? Yeah. Sorry. I was I'm watching sorry, you, no. and it looked like you were leaning in, about to say something. No. My bad. No. No. All right. Thank you for listening, friends. But until next time, oh, something. Hey. Oh, look at that. Oh, hey, friends. It's just you and I right now. Let me whip out my dongus and smack it around in front of you. <laughs> okay. Gotta dial up two dingleberries on Skype today. It's been a while since we've had to do a conference call. Let's see how this works. Call Shuddy first. Get Old Faithful on the line. Bing bong boom bing bing boom boink. boink. Shuddy. What's up? What up, dude? Not much, man. Alright, let's see if I can seamlessly get Jeff dialed in. Add. Oh. Oh. I think it's working. Wait, why is it saying two of three in the call? Better be counting me in that three. I hope I didn't accident. Okay. Oh, we're doing videos, huh? All right. Let's fucking do it. Can you see me? Can you see me and hear me? I can. You don't sound that great, though. You sound pretty shitty, to be honest. Tbh. What? It's disappointing. Hold on. It sounds. It sounds like you're. It's the same problem. Problem as last time. Your audio is routing through your computer mic and not the mic in front of your face. Oh. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Hey, that's why we do mic checks and record them and put them at the end of the episode for some reason. Advice or device. It should be coming in better now. Oh, yes, there we go. Much. All right. I switched it, but then Bing I had to boing. update my software. So, good catch. Sorry. All right, man. Here we are. Let's see if you guys can hear some noises. Diddy caca.
I could see Shuddy doing other things. I love it. <laughs> I, yeah, it's Shuddy Boy looks like he's just like um, like Poopy Pie. He's just like a YouTube streamer, and there's like a <laughs> boom mic dangling in front of his face. I can't oh, even see me. Let's well, yeah, see, is that you just turn into like Super Nintendo mode? Like your video quality just got really shitty. I just accidentally tried to take a picture, so that could be why. You definitely have. That was fucking loud. Are you recording this right now? I am. All right. All right, Shuddy. Put a pin in all the racist stuff. <laughs> no more of that from me. Joke's over. Yep. <clears throat> I'm happy they brought the uh, fun spirit and joyful Spice, uh, Sean Spicer back to television, though. He's on Dancing with the Stars tonight. You see Is fucking... Is he really? Christy Brinkley got... Subbed in by her her twenty one year old daughter, because she broke her arm. Oh, that's what it was. It was an arm break. I know she got hurt, but yeah, I saw. Oh, you can while dance I was with a broken Researching arm. Shuddy's news, I saw a headline about it. They can't just find another celebrity. They're just gonna go with her daughter. I know. It's, it's so lazy. weird. Yeah, the whole reason they wanted to put what was her name again? Cheryl Teagues, Christy Brinkley. Yeah, the whole reason they put her in is because she's, like, in her 60s and still just absolutely smoking hot. It's like, oh, man, yeah. well, yeah, your 21-year-old daughter, yeah, she's hot, but she's supposed to be. She's 21-year-old daughter of a supermodel. Her daughter's only 21? I think so. And she's in her 60s? And the show is called Dancing with the Stars, not Dancing with the Children of the Stars. <laughs> like, I'm sure her daughter is just, uh, rocket. I, I believe that. I'll Google her now, but like it's dancing Maybe, with the stars. She's not a famous for anything? I don't know. She's probably a model. Yeah, you know, I mean, she's got it. I'm sure she's getting paid to be hot somewhere. And this isn't her daughter with Billy Joel, right? Did no. they have kids? Uh, Well, their daughter is uh, Alexa Ray. Well, it might be Sailor Lee Brinkley Cook, is that who it is? Yeah. Sailor Lee Brinkley Cook. Yeah. I have four names. I'm so hot. I need four names. Oh yeah, she's hot. Oh, Fuck me. Christy Brinkley opens up about dancing with the stars injury and emotional interview. I gotta see this. I'm not going to right now, obviously, but I really want to see this. There's we, some we interviewed her on we interviewed her in New York uh years back. And my goodness, yeah, being in person with her, that does not change a damn thing. She is fucking drop-dead gorgeous in person and a total sweetheart, too. She's incredibly nice. You know who Wendy Williams is? I do. <laughs> I guess she has a theory that Christy Brinkley uh, dropped out of the stars, uh, but it was, a, it was fake. She doesn't believe that she actually was injured. Oh, did she die? What's the theory? Uh, in my opinion, she signed up for. She, oh, God damn it, she signed up with. She signed up for. In my opinion, I think what Christy did was she signed up for the Dancing with the Stars, knowing that she'd put her daughter Sailor in there. So, yeah, she, she allegedly plotted her injury to help her get her daughter Sailor Brinkley Cook on the competition show. Man, for the someone who, switch. who fucking fainted on her TV show, she should. 
probably chill out with weird conspiracies. Oh, I, you know a lot more about Wendy Williams than I thought you did. They're, I, I mean, no idea. they're colleagues. They're in the same business, entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like yeah. how I tell everybody, me and Leo, are, we're just work buddies. <laughs> yeah. yeah co- co-workers. Yeah, yeah. My, my colleague, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. I saw him last year at the Christmas party. Aren't you in the Writers Guild, isn't he? I am not. Yeah, in the I was working Guild. in media, just like Ted Koppel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you and Ted Turner are practically, you know, cubicle mates. Yeah, yeah Ted Turner in his cubicle. The late Ted Turner. Pour some liquor out, you know. I didn't realize he was dead. Yeah, I had to cover his his passing last year. It was recent, 2018. He died because he was a pussy. Yeah. I had more facts at the time, but I, I, I have a reason to believe that Ted Turner might have been a pretty good American. Hmm. We wouldn't know. have Cartoon Network without Ted Turner. Yeah, he's a he's definitely a television pioneer. That's that can't be disputed. Yeah, he, uh, probably, he helped resurrect the Braves. He probably fucked a lot of people over though. Anybody in Wait. a position like that just has a fucking trail of bodies behind him. Sailor Brinkley's a smoke show. Yeah, dude. I thought it was an. I think it's an upgrade. Yeah, she's quite. A, she's quite attractive. Just nobody knows who the hell she is. That's true. It's that hot chick with a famous mom and four names. <laughs> Isn't that enough? Right? Isn't I that guess. pretty much Gigi and Bella Hadid? Well, I mean, they model. Is their mom a model? I think so. Yeah, I think she's a model too, or is she just a rich Southern California socialite? I don't really remember, and I could Google, it, but I don't even want to. I don't want to muddy up my internet browser history. <laughs> make, make me look like a bitch. Fuck up the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're gonna. They're, Google's gonna start like plotting ads in your feed that you don't care for. Exactly. Oh, I fuck? need these football jersey ads to keep coming. I'm not I'm buying buy a, one cent. I'm buying a coach bag. <laughs> the hell's this shit? I saw one of those Hadids when I shit my pants at the mall. She was, uh, she had like a, um, I don't know, there's some big poster of her for some fashion line. And she kind of looks a little, she's got like a Peg Bundy vibe going. There's one of those Hadids that looks a little Peg Bundy ish. Was Peg Bundy hot in Sons of Anarchy? Didn't watch it. Um, I never had an appreciation for her in Married with Children because I was too distracted by Kelly, myself being a young man. It's hard yeah, to see past hot-ass Kelly Bundy. But watching those episodes as a grown man, it's like, oh, Peg was a smoke show too. Yeah, she she had, yeah, she had some looks to her, but Al Bundy always played around and was never down. So that I feel like that kind of hurt her appeal in my eyes at the time, right? <laughs> yeah, I never got that. Like, Al was always bitching that he never got laid, but every time Peg wanted to smash, he was like, oh, I'm busy, Peg. Yeah, he, I'm he the hated game. having sex with, with Peg Bundy. I'm just, I'm just touching my own dick. With fucking hands down his pants watching football. And then it, That he was, was a show I was not allowed to watch. Me neither, but I snuck it. Really? I did not sneak it. That was um, on my TV I almost all the time. started it. I think it's on Hulu. I almost started it the other night. 
But then you, you, you got the same guilt as when you go to watch porn? No. Yeah, I, I supposed to be watching this. What did I, I don't remember what stupid, what I ended up watching. Probably more Archer. Oh, okay. She's in that, What's right? Wrong with that? Is she a voice in that? Or am I thinking I of Futurama? Not one I'm of the of main voices. Yeah, I got, uh, I got my, my streams crossed. I'm all fucked up over here. That's one of the more underrated sitcoms ever. I, I love Married with Children. The, the episode where he goes back to his high school and, and runs into his old football opponent and they have like a, a like a pickup football game in the hallway of this guy's old high school i don't know it was one of like my favorite episodes of tv ever as a child it ranks up there with the time that uh will smith's father stiffed him and and will smith found out that uncle phil is actually a better father finger than his father could ever have been <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i don't know if you guys remember that episode was uh, not particularly. Very, yeah, I was very misty-eyed after that episode. Let me tell you. Oh, 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 oh the French, yeah, the I knew Fresh the, Prince. Even as a kid, I understood the issues with uh, <laughs> African American culture and 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 fathers. Oh, 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 I'm a pussy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I just had empathy. All right. All right. All right. I know that's something my fun. you don't have. Trump I wanted to supporter. have my fun over here and be a ghoul. You Trump supporter. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. He, you can see his MAGA hat in the video. Shuddy boy, your fucking video feed is frozen. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You've been, you've been making the same for face for, for like 10 minutes now. Yeah, you're like... Uh, Either that or, or your game got really intense. Your, your, your Madden just is a barn burner. There we no, go. He pulled, he pulled the Keanu Reeves move in speed. It's just like a video of him standing there. <laughs> All right, who wants to sit on mic and, and pretend to be me for the show? Are we all... I heard your sounds. Shuddy, you heard the sounds. Are we good to go? We are good to go as far as I know. Yeah. In Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party. Huh? <laughs> 